0: Hi, you're listening to a Scent Podcast with Lakeisha Wilkins as your host. I want to uh, talk about a sensitive subject today, uh, mental distresses, mental challenges among believers. I want to start off with prayer. So if you would just pray with me, Father God, we bless you for this day, for everything that you have done, Lord. You are so awesome and so wonderful to allow us to be here I praise you in the name of Jesus for every ear that will hear this word. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will speak to us, Lord God, that we will, oh God, not only become hearers of your word, but doers of your word. God, we praise you. We give you glory and honor and praise. Amen. So we want to uh, talk about this particular subject because... Um, I personally have noticed that uh, I've been seeing an increase um, of believers who are experiencing uh, mental challenges. I don't know if it's because of our, our advancement in media or or um, it's just the time and the culture uh, that we're in right now. But there are so many people uh, that I've seen uh, here recently that are just uh, very discouraged, some to the point where they are giving up on their walk with the Lord, uh, some to the point where they have found themselves in, in compromising positions as a result of some of the challenges that they're going through, I want to uh, really talk about this particular subject because it's something that I think is overlooked in the church. Uh, a lot of times we dance around this subject, uh, we we shout about it, um, we sing um, beautiful songs that you know will help us through that moment. Uh, But there are so many people that still go home with issues that they have not told anyone about. Now, my prayer is that, you know, first, first of all, that the church... We'll get back to a point of discernment where when people come to the house of God, we know that it's a hospital. And when people come in, we actually discern some of the things that they're going through so we can actually minister uh, to uh, those heart issues that some people may be experiencing. But unfortunately, uh, as a church, we we've been missing this, and and so I think it, this is a good time to just uh, start digging into um, this subject more uh, more now. So we want to do this maybe over a few episodes. Uh, one point that I I would love to. Um, make my starting point is that uh, it is a myth that you as a believer should not feel. And I think I say that it's a myth because a a lot of times uh, when we have individuals that come and they begin to express some of the things that they're experiencing, uh, we could see it as complaining. Uh, We can see it as a person lacking in faith. Uh, We could see it as a a person uh, who is um, more than what we can handle. And uh, that's unfortunate because if we begin to... A touch on some of these issues early on, then we could avoid some of the struggles um, that are of what I'm seeing here recently, where um, we've seen actual suicides, and and it's happening right in, in the body of Christ. Those are things that you know we as a body should be uh, really praying about and uh, having our eyes open to see when our brother and our sisters are actually experiencing um, uh, struggles to the point where um, they feel like they don't uh, have any help or anywhere to turn to. Uh, Psalm 69, everybody knows uh, who David is. David is one um, who was a man of God, who uh, had the heart of God, uh, but yet he did experience mental distress he had a lot of things going on uh, in his life. life uh, really happened for him and um, just like with what we experience today some of it you know drove him, to a, a point of tears, and and to a point where he did not know uh, how to handle it, but to write it out in uh, in a psalm. So we were able we're able to actually read some of his experiences. In Psalm sixty nine, um, this this subject reads: uh, "Save me, O God, for the waters are come in unto my soul. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing." I am coming to deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of mine head. They that would destroy me being my enemies wrongfully are mighty. Then I then I restored that which I took not away. Oh God, Thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from Thee. I'm going to stop right there. There's uh, quite a bit that is in this um, particular verse um, that just lets us know some of the things that was in um, they, in, in his heart in the, in the psalmist's heart, and a lot of things um, w- when we allow it to remain in our heart, it becomes um, it becomes. I guess like stone, uh, where bitterness can begin to set in, and uh, when we have incidences in in our life, if those things remain as we're continuing in our journey and we're experiencing um, life the way life can um, can uh, come at us, then those things um, can dur- turn into depression it can turn into anxiety. Uh, so these are, um, you know, issues that happen as a result of, of, a constant, um, running into different walls, running into different struggles. And so now you found yourself, um, thinking on in a line where it's contrary to, um, the word of God and, it can happen to anyone. It can happen to the strongest, um, saint, the, the strongest, um, pastor, evangelist, and it can happen to even the, um, to our youngest child. And we all are unrealizing of this because we're so consumed in our, in our own personal lives. Um, but I, I just really want to encourage the body and, and I want to talk, About some of the things that the Lord was just showing me on how, uh, you know, we should deal with some of these issues. Isaiah 26 and three. So awesome. Uh, this particular, this particular scripture, it says, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Now, I want to I want to um, stop right there for for one moment to insert. Now we know and we understand the word of God. We understand uh, that God said He would never leave us nor forsake us, and these are things that we are able to say so strongly when we are not in the middle of our storm. But when we get in the middle of our storm is where this particular, um, our issues begin It's when we're in the storm, in the middle of the storm. And it seems like there is no one around um, that will understand us. And we look to the left and we look to the right. And it seems like our, our God is not there. Um, it, it Even in um, Psalms 69, uh, he even says, They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of mine head. They that, no, (coughs) (coughs) I apologize. Um, Verse verse three. Let's go back up. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. So he's saying here, um, you know, he's he's crying out. He's going through uh, his different storms uh, to the point where uh, his throat is dried out. And he, the point that I want to make here is, he says, he says, while I wait for my God, and I know many of you that might be listening to this, including myself, have been in a place where it seems like we were waiting on our blessing, we were waiting on God, and we had faith enough to believe that God was going to um, bring us out of the storm. We just Got into the storm and we're like, yes, God, you're gonna do it. I know it. My faith is strong. But then, oh, then some time passes by and you still are in the middle of the storm and you don't see any sign of God. You don't see any sign of a, a word of encouragement from anyone. You feel like you are on an island by yourself. I know that some of you have experienced that. If you have not yet, then keep on living. Um, but I love how the word of God has an answer for every single thing that we could ever experience in our life. Um, Isaiah 26 and three says, thou will keep him in perfect peace. I love this perfect peace. When I look this up in the Strong's uh, Concordance, perfect peace means it says, um, Shalom, shalom. So it really means peace, peace. He will keep him in peace, peace. He. This means if he said it twice, that this is complete peace, and this is a promise that is given to us from God. So even in the middle of the things that we are experiencing, in the middle of our storm that seems to be heating up, that seems like it's never ending, we know that our God is not a man that he should lie. He does not. He's never going to have to repent for anything that he's he's ever said to us. And in Isaiah twenty six and three, this is a promise: Thou will keep him in perfect peace. But see that the next portion of that that it says, whose mind is stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusts this in thee. So if I have, if I put my my trust in the Lord then no matter how much time passes by, I still know that my God is going to keep me in perfect peace regardless of what my storm looks like and what objects may be flying around me in spite of uh, family not recognizing my issues and nobody understanding me. My Bible says that he will keep me in perfect peace. Now, these are, are things that the Lord has given us through his word that sometimes while we're going through, we just totally miss it. But if I trust in the Lord, like this word says, my peace is going to be perfect. My peace is going to be, it's going to be complete. But in studying this, um, I see the problem here is it always goes back to mind. So if you look in Isaiah 26 and three, we're still looking at that particular verse. It says, whose mind is stayed on thee. This tells me that there has to be some level of control over your mind. Your mind stayed on him is what is going to keep you in perfect peace in in regards to his word and the effectiveness of his word. And I believe this is where our our trouble comes in. Um, The Bible talks a lot about the mind and the mind we understand it is what is um, connected to our flesh, This is the portion of our body, the portion of our our soul that uh, contains your your intellect, your emotions, and um, everything that's connected to the flesh. And this Bible is telling me that I have to make my mind to be stayed on the Lord in order for me to experience this shalom, shalom. That is not easy. That's not an easy thing to do, but if the Lord put this in the word, then this means that it is possible that this is something that is that is um something that we're able to grasp, we're able to accomplish this. My mind has to be stayed on the Lord. Because I trust in him, then my mind is stayed on him. But if I don't trust in the Lord, then my mind is going to be connected to the things of this earth. And so the reason why our issues become so much more, um, so much bigger than um, this word is because we somewhere... We lose our trust in the Lord, and when we lose our trust, then our mind is not stayed on Him. Our minds are now going into another scripture that I want to bring up in Romans eight. It it now it becomes a carnal mind, a carnal mind, a carnal mind. According to uh, Romans eight, is enmity against God, and so. We have to be mindful of uh, staying focused on the Lord. This is not impossible because the Lord made this. He made it a a promise um, that if we keep our mind on him, he's going to keep us in perfect peace. I love verse four where it says, trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. He's telling you here why you should trust in him. Because what I'm lacking when I begin to experience anxiety, when I begin to experience um, depression, when I begin to um, just become worried by uh, my my normal day-to-day issues, Um, schoolwork, I'm I'm distressed about my health, I'm distressed about uh, my children. All these things are normal day-to-day things. However, it becomes bigger to us than this word uh, because our minds lose focus and we now are no longer trusting in the Lord. However, what we need is strength. And the Bible says, if you trust in the Lord forever, um, you will have everlasting strength. He is everlasting strength. <clears throat> He's telling us why uh, we need to um, r- uh, remain trusting in the Lord. I, I am so excited about this word. Um, I'm so excited that the pro- this promise is here. Uh, but not only that this promise is here, I'm excited that this Bible tells me that I can control my mind. That is something very interesting to me because it, sometimes it seems like, you know, you don't have any control over it. You know, you, you went through um, this challenge, say in a relationship, and a lot of times you feel like you have a right to maintain how you feel about that. But there is uh, a scripture. I want to find that scripture. If if you would just give me a minute to look for that particular scripture. Uh, I just want to find it. Okay, I'm going to pull that up. Just a minute. Give me a minute. I apologize. I should have had that already done. Already pulled up. Okay. So this is the one I'm looking for. Second Corinthians 10 and five. If you would just go there with me. Okay, so 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So do you hear that? When we say, uh, when we talk about taking control over, your mind, this is not something that is impossible because second Corinthians 10 and five tells us bring into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. That means it is possible, but I want to make sure that I put this point out that All things are possible through Jesus Christ. Now you cannot change who you are without Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit, once I, um, if I go into Galatians 5 and and 22, there is a fruit of the Spirit uh, referencing self-control. So as I receive the Holy spirit then I will begin to walk in the fruit that i'll begin the the fruit will then begin to be uh relevant in my life people will be able to see the the fruit that I will um, begin to display if the Holy Spirit dwells within me and self-control is one of those um, is one of those fruit mentioned in Uh, Galatians 5 and 22. So with the Holy Spirit, I am able to control my thoughts and how far my thoughts are going so that if I can manage this, if I can just get this one point, then perhaps I'm able to avoid getting to something more drastic, Um, as depression, Um, getting to something more drastic than um, anxiety, or maybe even if I've already found myself in those uh, situations already, being able to come out of that um, state of mind as um, just following the word of God, following the plan that God has already laid out for me. Now I want to dig into this so much more, but I'm I'm already at my time, so uh, I just want to um, make sure that I point make these points uh, concerning the mental distresses in um, and with the believers. I want you to leave this particular episode understanding that what you are going through is real, that every hurt, uh, every wound that you experienced, uh, every bad uh, relationship that you had to come through, every challenge that no one understood, that is real. And no one will ever be able to discount what you felt as a result of going through those things. However, the Bible gives us everything that we need so that we can come out of it. He has made a way of escape. So we do not have to remain in a state of depression or remain in a state that is contrary to the word of God and contrary to what the Holy Spirit exudes and and should exude out of us. So, I want you to leave on this particular episode understanding that he will give you perfect peace. He will give you shalom, shalom. If your mind is stayed on him, he says to trust in the Lord, put your trust back in the Lord. Put your mind back on the things of God and you will, you will then begin to trust him again. When you can take your mind and bring those thoughts into captivity, every single thought about the situation that you've gone through, bring it into captivity. To the obedience of Christ. Even when the enemy begins to speak to you and tell you that you're not going to make it, when the enemy begins to give you sob stories and and want you to remain in what we call a pity party, you don't have to receive what the enemy is saying. Bring those thoughts into captivity by referring back to the Word of God. Understanding that your God is real, everything that He says, it shall come to pass, it cannot fall to the ground. That is the God that we serve, and so we have to recall the Word of God so that we will gain our trust in Him again. That's where we will find our strength. So, when we learn how to tap into the Holy Spirit get this self-control down in our spirit, we can then transition our minds. We want to talk about that on the next episode on how we must transition our mind, transform our mind. So, um, believers, I want you to be encouraged today. Even as we begin to close this particular session out, I want you to be encouraged To continue to look up, to continue to trust in the Lord that you call your God. He has not forgotten you. He truly loves you. And um, he has called your name. And this is your day to experience freedom. This is your day to understand that he loves you more than you ever, that you ever know. So I would like for you guys to pray with me before we close this session out. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for every son and every daughter that you have called into your great kingdom. God, we know and understand, oh God, that there are so many things that are happening in this life, Lord God. Oh God, you already knew that we would go through these things. You already made a way of escape, Lord God. There's nothing that we could ever go through, Lord, that you did not know that we would experience. But you already made a way of escape. And I thank you, Lord God, even for your word, Lord God, that gave us the instructions that we needed in order to get through this season of our life, oh God. I pray in the name of Jesus that we would begin to trust you again, God. Oh God, show us how to bring our thoughts into captivity, oh God. Show us how to take control of our minds in the name of Jesus so that, oh God, we can give our mind and our will over to you, God. I praise you right now, hallelujah, that our trust is restored, God, that, oh God, we will take our minds off of the things of this world, Lord God, oh God, and trust in you again and trust in your word, knowing, Lord God, oh God, that everything you said concerning us, it shall come to pass. You are great and you are mighty, oh God, you are wonderful and we will never ever forget the benefits, oh God, oh God, that you have given unto us, God, we give you glory, honor and praise in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining um, the Scent podcast. And we hope that you will join us on our next um, session. Thank you so much. Take care.